to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you're joined by myself, Drew, my good mates, Philip, and 30 episode streak Bianca. Woo! Woo! Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, Kent cannot be here. He's actually gone ahead and stalked our dear friend James on his honeymoon. We would like to uh, congratulate him on his nuptials, wouldn't we, Philip? Not my problem anymore, it's all hers. Yes. <laughs> anyway, on with the show. That How was, are we, team? That was thrilling. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, thank you, Drew. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very jovial. Our previous off-air discussion. Yes, yes. Uh, essentially, what the plan is that I'll be doing for the next couple days, should what we're hoping happens happen, or what we're hoping, what we're expecting to happen happens, and what will end up happening to me once what we're expecting to happen happens has happened. That makes so, sense. That's so, w- so specific. Yeah, so I without- felt like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, without without jinxing it, touch whatever fake wood you've got around you, or real wood, Philip. I have um, no wood in my house. Is that a... Sorry, that a I just... No, 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 I... <laughs> well, um, no, I just realised for, like, a really superstitious ethnic family, we have no wood to touch when things go wrong. <laughs> That's a little bit worrying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get yourself a, a, a fence paling and just leave Isn't it Isn't your front wall. door wood? Oh, that's too far. That yeah. doesn't count. That doesn't count. i got to, like, oh, no, hike across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. got to walk across the living yeah. room. Yeah. No, you've got, a, you got a lot of metal. There's a lot of metal and leather around there, I think. Yeah, and now we have these new I'm just, tables. I'm just pointing it out. Just like, I, I don't know if you're saying that I live in a sex dungeon or not, but now that I look at it, it could be. <laughs> Just like a really hospital. Well, I mean, you never noticed before with all the tiles. No, we don't have tiles. We have like floorboards. Oh my god! No, they're laminate. They're not even real wood. You just. Oh, oh my god! You you just can't win, can you? No, no I was. Winner. I got really excited for oh. half a second. Sorry, continuing on. Sorry, we got distracted by that. Oh my god. Um, now, now, Philip, without jinxing anything, where should you be right now? In in theory, so this is going up on, let's say Thursday. Friday. It'll go up on Friday. Friday. Well, I'll well, schedule well, it depends record. on where he is, really. Um, theoretically, I'm either I should I'm supposed to either be on an aeroplane or just getting off an aeroplane at the point at which this records. Uh, sorry, this goes up. Um, on my way back to the land down under. Uh, are you, are yeah. you getting off in Dubai? Qatar. Qatar. Qatar, Doha. Qatar, Doha. Um, also, I think I've mentioned it many times on the podcast, but I think that it is totally ridiculous that Qatar Qatar Airways didn't call themselves Air Qatar. Um, <laughs> I think they missed a real trick there. <laughs> just, just saying, but, you know... <laughs> told me that before oh sorry well there you go i think that's one that they i think they missed a trick (laughs) but uh yeah so who knows where i'll be i'll either i'll either be in Leeds still um or not well what what date are you meant to board your flight next thursday which would be friday for us which yeah so it'll be 
Friday morning for us. Wait, are you going no, to leave no, in the morning it, or the afternoon? I'm leave, leaving early morning on Thursday, which means it will still uh, so be, be Thursday, Thursday evening for, for you. Yeah. So it'll be around this time. So yeah. we are a week out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we've obviously... So for been... those of you unaware, we are recording a week early. Exactly. We've yeah, just recorded last week's one. So if everything we say one. is outdated, it feels false. If a little bit like um, what happened when we did the um, presidential debate dual episode, oh and then in the God, meantime, yes. we had Trump get coronavirus, and we had another um, another presidential debate, then we had the whole world kind of implode. Yeah, you'll see why nothing kind of makes sense and why we're not talking about anything relevant. <laughs> we try <laughs> like to we stay relevant, do. but we have, <laughs> yeah, we to, try. We have we to, try. to go ahead for some things. Time ahead. Yeah. Exactly, and much in the same way that the topics for this week's episode are only relevant to last week, not this week. But uh, it doesn't matter, you know. We couldn't couldn't talk about the future, and we didn't know the future yet. Basically. Indeed. Now, now before we dive into this week's topics, Bianca, thirty straight episodes. How have you put up with us that long? Uh, I had a lot of practice. A lot of practice. I'm one uh, of act- seven <laughs> in cousins. <laughs> And they're all well, boys, so. Well, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say though, Bianca, you did have um, some respite. In fact, you just kicked us off for a week. That's how you got you kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. So it's only twenty nine episodes true. with you two. So like, mm. I can't. Yeah, that can I just say? Because <laughs> I've done some episodes before that. I think that one was one of the more fun episodes, even though it was so stressed because I had to like host and do all of that, and that's stressful, and I was panicking the entire time. Um, but I actually listened back to it because I didn't we, know we you could hear it. But... Yeah, I didn't know you were going to put up, up the outtakes. And <laughs> I then... love the outtakes, but they're my favorite parts. Well, yeah, Audrey oh, listened to them, and she messaged me. She's like, "Have you listened to the outtakes yet?" I'm like, "What? No, they were hilarious." <laughs> Just I an extra bit squeezed right at the end. Um, what? There's there's outtakes. What? Yeah. Well, no, well I, actually, my favorite is still Carmen's clap. I think yes. in all of the episodes that I've been <laughs> yes. part of. Carmen clapping and me just because there's video to accompany it somewhere of me just doing a double take and looking at her like why are you clapping what are you doing what are you doing um, footage of this I think somewhere I think I might have oh hit record God. on my laptop for a second but I don't know if I've still got it so I'll double check well 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 I can tell you I can tell you this now because we're now um, for those listening at home well and truly out of when when it was. Um, not last week's episode, but the week before, there is, if you listen to the same sort of space where we heard the outtakes for, um, the, the all girls episode, um, there is, there is not a blooper, but just a fun little, um, uh, I've thrown in something just fun. Just, just, it's, it's, it goes for about one second, two seconds, just at the end of the song, um, two episodes ago, uh, that's episode 161, I believe, I think think it's 161 or maybe it's 160 but just at the end of the song there's something fun which i laughed at a lot that's why i put it in there i gotta go listen to it now i didn't know oh my god is it me falling asleep at some point no it's not it's not being falling asleep it's either 160 or 161 i've put something goes for about one second at the end it's because when i was editing it because i edited it at stupid times and i also just kind of get not bored, but it's such a routine of editing. I know exactly what I'm kind, of, I'm kind of looking for. When I fast-forwarded over one part of audio and I heard and just just pronunciation of, of certain a certain word, I just went, you know what? I love it. <laughs> and I got a soundbite of it and I put it at the end. I'm so and I can't remember what, it, what word it is. Yeah, I can't remember what word it is, but it was brilliant. It's just at the end of the, the end of the song. I just 
snipped that word and dropped it at the end and went, that, that'll that do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun because, like, I don't, now that I'm on the show, I don't think I listen to it anymore. No, but, I, but, but, that, but that makes sense. I don't listen to it all the time either because why would I want to listen learned. to myself? Yeah. yeah, you don't want to listen to yourself. <laughs> but, um, like, before when There's I was listening to it. nothing appealing about hearing yourself. No. no, not at all. I don't think I have a nice voice. I'm, I'm a trained you, singer, apparently. You want to just, talk? I listen to my Jesus. voice and I'm like, ugh. Bianca, no. I look like I'm holding my nose. I sound like I'm holding my nose the whole time is what I meant to say. <laughs> no, you two have nice voices for radio. Mine is high-pitched and squeaky, and I'm oh, really sorry my, for everyone at home. <laughs> no, my voice is nasally. It's droning. I mean, I thought we had mono- nice monotonous. faces for radio, but, you know. <clears throat> Oh, we've definitely got the face for radio, Drew. We all have yeah. faces for radio. <laughs> but my voice, unfortunately, doesn't. My, In fact, I've got the face for radio, and I've got the voice for sitting behind the panel desk on radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you edit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, God. But no, yeah, you've done 30 episodes, though. That's fantastic. I mean, you've done more than 30, 30. episodes, but 30 consecutive episodes. Yeah, and that's 30 consecutive. Special. 30 yeah. weeks, oh, Bianca. Awesome. 30 weeks. That's over half a year. I know. It's, it's COVID because I have literally nothing better to do. <laughs> yep, it's true. COVID. <laughs> something good came of it. There you go. Who knows? Perhaps this time um, next week when this episode goes up, um, a certain leader of uh, the free world may have succumbed to COVID and there's another thing that COVID's done right. Um, yeah, no, uh, but again, like, but again, I'm only saying that I'm only saying that as a matter of being a precedent set. So therefore, maybe people start to change the way that they react. Not because I want, I wish death on them, but because I hope that it creates change. See, yeah, because there you go. I, just, I mean, this I just is... think that's still so hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so we'll much see. hope left in you for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, yep. But I mean, yes, thank you for I'm, having me on. I'm for 30. still prepared to go put money on him winning. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise. Well, thank, I mean, he might. He might joining us for thirty. Yeah, hey, thank you very much for joining. Hopefully, us for, for another thirty at least. There you go. I yeah, think it's also a, a good year to do it because I did win Sick Kent of the Year last year. I'm still yeah, holding see? that title. It's on my Twitter account in my bio. I'm really really well, proud of that. Well, you are. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's yours for the year. I mean, you know, somehow we've got to come up with one for for this year. I can't even remember what they are. I'm gonna to have to go through it and write them out. Well, there you go. If I'm in quarantine for two weeks, there's something I can do. I can sit down and listen to them all and work out who gets what. No doubt, I won't do that because why would I do that? Um, <clears throat> why would you do that? exactly? Uh, but no. Okay, no. But let's um, let us progress forward from this point on and get into sick. Damn it. No. Sick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It hasn't been that Get long. Get onto Kent and the steering team. We're not quite at that moment for Kent. That's Kent and, God damn Kent it. and the sick team. <laughs> I just got muddled up again. Sick and the Kent team. Um, no, we do have an episode planned for you. It is an episode planned for you. Fun and frivolity ensues from this point forward. Um, let me tell you, team, it's actually, we're going to be discussing Apple things. Now, that's not, um, it's our favorite topic. It's probably one that we, I think we spoke about it in the first episode, in the second episode, in the fifth episode, in the 14th episode, in the 100th episode, in the 101st episode. You know, we, we speak about <laughs> every episode in between. We always talk about Apple, but basically Apple had their, um, their launch for their iPhone 12, um, as well as anything else. No, just iPhone 12. No, it was no, just, just iPhone. That's right. That's right. Oh, HomePod Mini. HomePod Mini. HomePod Mini. That's right. They didn't have the thing that I wanted to have in there, but we'll talk about it in a moment. 
Um, yeah. So Apple things, we've also got a few worst life hacks or five-minute hacks that you've seen. We want to hear all about them. So if you at home have had some of those or seen some of those, make sure you send them to our Facebook page and tell us all about what you've seen. Um, besides that, though, we then do have our Sick Kent of the Week. Drew's going to take that one, and he knows exactly what he's going to say about that down to the um, last word. It's well rehearsed. You guys got to hear it. No, I'm kidding, Drew. Good luck. Um, but no, let's begin the show what? with... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Uh, here we go. Apple things. All right, audience. Apple things. You know how it goes. We talk about Apple for a certain amount of time. You get bored of us talking about Apple, and then we move on to the next topic. Let's get cracking. So, yeah. yeah. Drew, last week, when this episode goes out, it was last week, Apple had their launch for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro, and there was not a surprise, but a new addition to the range with a new name on, um, tagged onto the, the end of the name, I guess, new phrase tagged onto the end of the name. Um, yeah, that's what we had. Can we, can we just discuss the fact that, A, there's now four different iPhones that have just come out, mm. and B, one of them just has the most ridiculous long name imaginable? Which one? The, the iPhone 12 Pro Max? That's the one. Yeah, long name. There's also the iPhone 12 Mini, which is the normal that, phone. Then there's the iPhone now, 12. And there's now the, last the Mini one. was one mm. we were very happy to see. That's the one that I would go for in the range, I think. Um, mm. Now, if you're not aware, everyone, so yes, the four iPhones were launched, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12, um, iPhone Pro, and iPhone Pro Max. Um, essentially, the iPhone um, iPhone 12 mini is the same size as... Um, it's a little bit smaller than what the, um, the, the 6 through to 8 was. It's the same size, roughly, as what the 5 or even the 4 potentially was. Um, this time without the bevels, uh, bevels at the top that we're used to um, back when we had the iPhone 4 and iPhone 4S and iPhone 5 with the home button. Instead, now it is um, all screen um, as we came to expect since the iPhone 10. Um, but so it's the whole the whole package is screen. It's just in a smaller package now, which is nice. I, I, I don't mind that, and that's what I'd go for because I even find my iPhone 10, which is smaller than the iPhone XR, and 11 and so on to be a little bit mm. too big for me i've got small children hands i've got baby hands um <laughs> so look everything looks big in, in small hands um but my phone looks too big in this the phone's too big for my hands basically oh, i struggle oh. to reach the buttons that what the hell are you bianca come on get your head out of the gutter jesus christ um Yes, I struggled. <laughs> you fell for it. I, I struggled to reach the buttons at the top of the phone and everything like that. Like, I can't stretch far That's enough why to you reach swipe buttons. the bottom of the screen to bring it down for you. Oh, yeah, I do that. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Drew, when they brought out the iPhone 6, I remember that it was much bigger than what we'd had before with the iPhone 5 and iPhone 4, etc. Um, and that was a feature that they had to make the things, the things at the top come down the screen. Are you telling me that that's still a feature and I have not known that's still a feature? Yeah, you just swipe your thumb over the bottom of the screen and it brings everything down. Wait, I'm trying to do it. What do you mean you do? Hang on, so I'm on my home screen. Yeah, you just swipe your thumb over the bottom centre of the screen and it brings the whole thing down to make it accessible. No, it brings up Siri suggestions for me. Oh my god. What? Right, oh no, I get what 
I get what you're both saying. No, for me, it also brings up serious suggestions. But I have so many apps that I never use the actual home screen. I just search for them. So well, well, with the new with but, the new um new update iOS 14, you can just go all the way down to the app library and scroll that way. Yeah, you can do that. But no, no, no. I was I have one of those uh poc pocket pop mm. whatever cases. The mm-hmm. ones that you can, like, get a thing for and then you can hook your phone onto them in your car. But you right. can also use it to hold your phone. So, like, my phone... Oh, so you phone... hold your phone much further up. Pardon? So you hold your phone slightly further up the, the phone than at the bottom, like I do. Yeah, it's kind of, like, just below the center. It's not in the center. It's just below the center. And it means that because I can hold it there, I don't have to hold it from the bottom. I have full mm. scroll potential. And I think your hands are about the same okay. size as mine. Okay. Which I'm really sorry for okay. you in that Phil. case. Because I have small <laughs> hands. Yes, Drew. Have you got your phone in your hand? Yes. Go to settings. Okay. Then general. Okay. Then accessibility. Uh, hang on, where's accessibility? Accessibility, accessibility... Hang on. About software update, AirDrop, AirPlay, and handoff, picture-in-picture, CarPlay, iPhone accessibility. Where is it? It's not in general. Just go to the settings and then search accessibility. Accessibility. I found accessibility. Yes. Yep. 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 And under accessibility, yeah. Select reachability. Reachability. Okay. And if that option doesn't exist, what do I? What's the press? It should exist. <laughs> well, it doesn't exist. I have voiceover, oh, zoom, touch, magnifier, it's display. It's touch. Okay, touch, yes. Reachability. There you go. Oh, reachability. Okay, what do I do? So to bring the top into reach, swipe down on the bottom edge of the screen. Okay. No, it still just brings up... Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Life hacks. There you go. Life hacks. We'll get to that shortly. Um, okay. <laughs> Look at that. I still think... No, now I can reach everything. That's good. Excellent. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. There's uh, life hacks on Captain Um Okay, so we had the iPhone 12 mini, which is now the same size as what the iPhone 5 essentially was, but the whole thing's now screen. Awesome. That's probably the one that I'd go for. Um, there's the iPhone 12, which is in the same... Roughly same size as what the iPhone 11, iPhone XR iPhone X, a little bit smaller than them, but nonetheless, that same sort of size. So bigger than what we're used to with that old standard kind of iPhone, the iPhone 6 through to iPhone 8. That's the more one that we're, we're used to, I guess. Um, and then there's the iPhone Pro, which is, I think, the same size as the iPhone 12. iPhone 12 Pro, which is, I think, the same size as the iPhone 12, just with more features mm. packed into it, an extra camera, etc., etc., etc. And then there's the iPhone 12 Pro Max, which is the big version, which is basically a phablet. I haven't said that word in a long time, but it still exists and is incredibly relevant. And basically, is an iP- um, an iPad um, with a phone function. Yes. Yeah. 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 So pretty much sums it up. Yes, I don't Bianca. really get why so many people. So I I have an iPad, but I didn't get the iPad with SIM card because. I couldn't understand why Mm -hmm. I needed my iPad to be another phone because it does completely make it a phone. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, 
Why? You can, well, like, I wouldn't get it with a SIM card, and I don't know if you could get it. I wouldn't get it with a SIM card, because otherwise, yeah, why would I have a phone? Yeah, and like, I don't know. Seems a waste. Also, what would I hook my watch up to? Would I hook it up to my iPad phone, or would I hook it up to my phone phone? <laughs> which phone would I? Which phone phone would I match it up to? Who, who and how phone. would I call people through my iPad phone or my phone phone? Like I don't get it. No, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's all unnecessary, and I think the phone should be the central device. And if you have an iPad, you can have internet on your iPad via Wi-Fi, or if you want data, you can connect to your hotspot on your phone. And you watch you That's what I do. Phone, I just connect like my iPad and my phone connect automatically. And so when I'm mm. out and I use my iPad, it just the only thing that it's good for, I think, is like if you lose it. I think that was my only mm. hesitance. I was like, if I lose it, fine, my iPhone won't work without it. But if I lose it, it's on me. Like it's the same as if I lose my laptop. Yeah. It... That my laptop won't connect unless someone connects it to a Wi-Fi. It's yeah, I nah, can't be bothered. Well, it's an extra like five hundred, six hundred bucks or something. Not worth it. Yeah, smaller price of a small yeah. computer. Um, one thing though that was good in the launch was that I appreciate the new the design style that they have. I said almost a new design style. The design style, design language that they're going for is going back to what we last had in the iPhone 5 um, and before that, similar to what was in the iPhone 4S. If you remember, the 4S had um, the stainless steel bevel around the outside. It was a very, very square. It was probably the best looking iPhone I think they've ever made. Very square with the stainless steel bevel around the outside. Um, it had a glass back and a glass front. We're going back to that. It's now a um, body color matching um, stainless steel bevel around the um, frame of the phone, much the same way that the 4 or 4S did, and then it's glass on both sides, and I think it looks very good. I wasn't a fan so much of the design of the 5. I thought the 5 looked a bit plasticky. The 5's um, odd. Yeah, it's just a we I mean, I like the squareness of it, but I don't like the back of it being the same as the sides. I thought it looked a bit cheaper. Um, also, when it doesn't really sit in any way between what has come from before this it was a stainless steel back earlier on then it became a glass back then it became kind of squared um frame then it went to what the six looked like and so on so the five just kind of was a kind of the start of a new design style that went nowhere i think um but anyway so we had that and then now now we're back to that same sort of style again what i appreciate is though is that it now matches the um the new look of the new ipads which uh, I like. I appreciate. Uh, we're going back to Steve Jobs style of design, I think. We are. This is absolutely the way he envisaged the iPhones to be. Mm. Exactly. It's it's a nice look for it as well. But it also screams of them... You made the point, you know, the other night when we were watching it, that they've gone back to the same format that they used when 4G was introduced and mm. now they're doing it with the 5G. And I, I think that has a lot to say about how that particular design is far more stable for the launch of a new, a new technology, yeah. especially as far as an antenna works with a phone. 
yeah, it's more mean, of a guarantee that it would be a safer bet to do it that way. Exactly, and that's and that's exactly why they went to the square look for the. Um, we all remember the the debacle about the four, I think, coming out, and they had to put the they had to sell that rubber bumper to go with it, um, basically, mm. in order to stop people from putting their fingers directly over the antenna points and cutting out calls and signal and stuff like that when four G first came in. Actually, that was the four S, I think. Um, but now we're doing the same thing again with the um, the iPhone twelve. I still don't like the fact that there's no iPhone 9. That still bugs me to this day. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's why they're going for the same sort of design look as the, what the 4 was. Um, and again, as, as Drew just mentioned, again, like that was kind of what it looked like for 4G. Now we're doing that the same for 5G. So I think it's a good look. I think the other good feature that they put into um, the iPhone is MagSafe, which has been lost off of Mac products since their... Um, charger for their MacBook Pros and MacBooks has, and MacBook Air has gone to um, USB-C. It's no longer required to have MagSafe, but they're bringing MagSafe, which if you don't know is a technology which basically uh, is a magnetic system which allows you to... It's a safe magnet system on the back of the screen, basically. Um, it was good to see the MagSafe in there. It was disappointing to see the USB-C did not get placed in... I don't understand that when, when the iPad has a USB-C charging port, why can they not do I, it with... I genuinely um, thought the Pro phone would get it. Can, yeah, I thought can so we too. just talk about the the chargers for a sec? Because I'm really pissed off about the chargers. Yes. Um, they're not yep. putting a charger in the box. Alrighty, so let's so let's yeah let's let's yeah, tackle let's this. Let's dive one. into it. I, I thought it was very yes, Bianca. I I on one hand understand the uh environmental impact for it um Mm -hmm. but if that's the case uh their charges are way too expensive the magsafe charger i don't know they haven't put out a price for it but like my iphone charges break every every couple months like my cord it mm-hmm. always snaps, whatever. Yep. So I just buy a new one. I never buy it from Apple because their ones are like thirty something dollars, and this is just mm-hmm. for the cable. And I'm pretty sure that yeah, not the little adapter be... thing. Pardon? Not the little adapter thing that plugs into the wall, just for the cable. Yeah, yeah, this is just the cable. Like, yeah, not the adapter, just the cable. And I'm pretty sure that there's mm. no cable options on this. This is going to be magnetic charging. Am I right in that? No, no. There's a cable. There's a cable. There's there a, a port. Cable still? It's still, it's still the um, yeah, the, port, still port. the lightning yeah. port though. It's not USB C, which is annoying. Yeah. Okay. So I understand that. I I understand how many chargers are out in the world. That's their reasoning about it. How there's like seven billion chargers out there in the world. Fine. You make a whole hell of a lot of chargers. Mm-hmm. Make them less breakable, and maybe there wouldn't be so many. Uh, mm. Additionally, yep. you can't sell a product without a means of powering it. I just think it's stupid, you, especially when the product is that expensive. Well, well, and Bianca, that's that. That comes to my point then, which is that. So I assumed that Apple wouldn't touch on it at all because I thought that was probably the smarter way of doing it, just gloss over it entirely. Because honestly, while you face the thing that is a big downside. Um, instead, they somehow chose to tackle it and very bravely try and make it a, a benefit. Now, unfortunately, it only looked like a benefit 
to Apple because they 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 explain the environmental side, which I completely agree with. Awesome, good stuff. Um, but again, don't have a product that fails all the time. Then, as in the cable delaminates and then disconnects and stuff like that. Don't don't give us yeah, a shit product. The reason then. why um, Apple reasoning was, was like, oh, you know, not to mention they're like we have so many Apple chargers out there in the world. Not to mention all the resellers. The resellers exist because your product is so shit that it breaks all the time. And exactly, there'd be no reason for those resellers product. to exist if it worked in the first place. But anyway, so so there's they they tackled it by by showing the negative, which I agree with completely. But that's your fault, Apple, for having an um an unreliable product. But anyway, okay, <laughs> no problem. Um, you're also going to take out the little block the little adapter that we use to plug the USB into to plug it into the PowerPoint. Okay, no problems. Thankfully, I do have many of those, but also I could always do with another one, to be honest, really. You know, plug it in somewhere else so I can just charge my phone in another room, but okay, well, fine. Make me have to carry USB that with my phone. One. I only have one of those. Well, well, then, Bianca, this is the benefit. So they are putting in the box. You have one of those adapters? Yeah, I had I one of those. One. I don't have a USB-C to whatever adapter. No, I no, I only ever had the cable. Remember that cable I bought, Drew, the one that plugs straight into my laptop and it's very convenient because I don't need to worry about anything yeah. else. That's cool. I've, I've got a I've got a lightning to USB C cable that I'm using right now to charge through my laptop. But well, if I were to go buy a new phone, I'd have to go buy a new cable. Well, well, I've no, got well, no way of charging it to the wall. Well, 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 that's it, guys. So basically, we're getting in the box the USB C to lightning cable. We're getting a cable yeah. in the box. That's cool. But there is no way, if I don't have a MacBook Pro or anything that has a USB-C um, port on it, I'd have to go out and buy a replacement adapter for my USB-A, which is the one that we all know and love, the one that plugs into the wall socket and you plug the cable into that. I'd have to buy a new one of those, which has a USB-C port on it, so I could plug it into the wall, because not many people make those things yet, which is annoying from Apple, because that's the thing that we fucking need. Because um, it's not a not adaptable. You can't you can't use it with other USB cables and stuff like that. It's a whole new system. But anyway, that's the issue. But they're not selling those things. There's not seven billion of those things out there. There's I thought probably your laptop five. Did have a USB C port? It does have USB C. But the port that I need, if I'm not plugging it into my laptop, if I've left my laptop at home and I need to plug my phone in somewhere, I yeah. don't have a brick thing, the little adapter thing that plugs into the wall that's got a USB C port on it. Because no. no one's really made those things yet, because USB-C hasn't been picked up enough yet on a global level. So that those numbers that Apple are quoting on the adapters being out there, there's like seven billion or something like that out there. True. Yeah, that's what they've. That's how many they've manufactured. That's not how many are actively but, working. No, no, in the world. but but not just that though. But that's true. That's a true number. But it's of the wrong port. That's USB-A. Yeah, I, I if they're, they're giving me about yeah the old. Yeah, so they're now saying, hey guys, we're going to cut down on environmental issues by making a new cable that comes in the box, but not giving you the adapter that plugs it into the wall yet, of which not many exist, so tough shit there's no way to plug your laptop in unless you have a MacBook Pro or something. So it's really annoying that they've done that, because it's like, I, again, I respect the fact that shitloads of USB-A um, adapter, wall socket adapters exist. True. But not enough USB-C to wall socket adapters exist yet for you to then say we're not going to put one in the box because how the fuck do I charge my phone if I don't have a something with a USB-C adapter on it that plugs into the wall to charge my phone I'm fucked basically unless I buy one which Apple is doesn't not it's not going to cut down the numbers of it it just means you'll get more money especially when this brings me on to my next point from Apple they're talking about as well 
which some place that I used to work for as well once changed a very famous product line to be slightly smaller. That's one centimeter smaller on either side of its frame. It was a chunky framed mm -hmm. piece of furniture. They cut it down to be one centimeter smaller on either side so that they could uh, pack a shitload more into a pallet and use less material and therefore lower the cost on it, pass the cost onto the, the consumer. Apple chose to do the exact same thing. Drew, you know, you know what product I'm talking about as well. Um, mm -hmm. Apple chose to use the same sort of, of example here and say, hey, we're going to be able to make the phone box smaller. So there's more uh, there's less material in the phone box. Also, we're cutting out the adapter thing. So there's less um, product in the box as well. That means we can fit more of these phones on a pallet. And that's it. That's where they left it. They didn't say so we can pass the savings onto the consumer. No, 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 no. Apple will keep the profits of being able to fit more of these phones on a pallet and sell more and ship more at once. And the only benefit to us, the consumer, is that, oh, but they've sold out of the phone. Oh, no, they haven't because they fit more on the pallet. I don't give a shit about that as the benefit. I want the cost saving, but instead Apple keep the cost saving and I get more of that phone available to me. That was never a problem for the last several iterations of the phone. The last time it was a problem was when the iPhone 10 launched, and that was because it was such a revolutionary change not to phones but to apple's phone lineup and since then there's been no kind of shortage of phones or anything like that and if so people have had to wait a week so people actually don't care that much so really there is no benefit to me the consumer other than i miss out but you know what the bullshit part is it's ridiculous it doesn't matter what's that? this is this is the this is basically their reasoning it doesn't matter people are gonna fucking buy it and then yeah. people are going to go buy the yeah. charging yeah. heads. It they could come out with a box of air, <laughs> like literal air, and just be like, "This yeah. is the next thing well, in phone." Well, well, Bianca, we've now seen. It. Well, we've seen that people. You know, again, I thought Apple were going to say nothing on the issue and leave it at that, knowing that they're kind of ripping us off. But uh, move on from it. Don't talk about it. Gloss over it. Talk about the cool things instead. Instead, they kind of tackled it head-on and they spoke entirely about about the issue and they addressed it front on which was incredible but uh it just it's kind of scary because it means that they could as you say bianca sell a box of air and turn around and then say ta-da guess what everyone um we're selling you a box of air now this is really environmentally friendly because there's no actual product in this so therefore there's no impact on the environment congratulations that would be 700 dollars us and I genuinely think, and this is not, like, I know that the iPhone, which one is this design based on the 5 again? Similar style to the 5 or 4S. Yeah. I genuinely think, because people still buy that, that, that the 5 and the 4S people are still buying, it mm. looks like they just took the iPhone 11 camera, whacked mm -hmm. it onto the old 5, and were like, we just have a whole stock load of the five left let's just reship them out with the iphone 11 camera and that was mm. it i don't think it's like yeah. as so the, the camera is great and i've got an iphone 11 um and i love the camera like i take some brilliant night shots with that um think it's pretty and yeah i'm sure this camera is going to be great i think i've seen that it's got a 3d feature where you can basically uh kind of like a panorama 
is it called a panorama? Mm. I got the right word. Kind of like a panorama, but you take a video of your entire room uh, and it will plot out that room and make like a 3D model based on that. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool technology. I just completely cool. But it's not anything, it's only going to be used by such a small amount of the population that is it really worth it? Like you can just have a special design program for that, that you just input well, what's out of the Apple phones. I, th- I think that, I think that, um, okay, credit to Apple and in fact all phone manufacturers, it is harder to um, innovate and make something new when most things have kind of been done. There's only kind of small leaps and bounds that you can make compared to when the iPhone first launched. So, yeah, I, I completely get that. But I think in order to, I think the fact that they charge such a huge amount of, I think that Apple should be bringing their costs down if they don't have as much to offer rather than either keeping the cost yeah, the same that- or, or hiking the price up, especially when all they can offer are things that are for very specific people. Like, for example, this, they showed the 3D um, room scanner kind of thing off in a medical sense, being like, oh, as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, we've had to do certain things differently and couldn't do, you know, they showed it like that. And it's like, well, hang on, I'm not working in a lab. I don't need to do that with kind of that sort of distance. I'm going to be sitting most of the time on my phone, on my bed or on my sofa, on Reddit or Facebook or something like that. I don't need it to be doing these sorts of things. Occasionally I'll take photos, you know, um, I don't take photos very often anyway, so it's not really what I need either. So like, why are you charging me for such supremely advanced features that are never, ever, ever going to be used by the majority of the consumers. They aren't useful. You know what? If Apple loaded up an international tax calculator Mm. (laughs) onto their phone as like a default, I'd be like, that's, that's genuinely, that's a genuine thing that everyone needs, especially the president of the United States. Um, (laughs) But, like, that would be something. And I'd be like, that's... And they, like, did some amazing formula for it so you could, mm. like, work out your income, outcome, whatever. I'd be like, that's impressive. That's something everyone needs. I, I genuinely think... I, I think I have a bit of Apple fatigue at the moment. It probably didn't help the fact that they had two launches this year. Mm. But, like, I think they need to, like, go away to the drawing board. Just leave it alone for a year or two and then come back with something spectacular. Yeah. Cause I, I, as yeah. pretty as the phone it is and everything, I actually think that I design wise, I never liked the five. I see it as very practical phone, but I don't think it's as sleek as other things. I think one of the earlier models, I really liked the first kind of like ones that were more like the iPods. But a bit yeah, that's the three GS, I think. Yeah, I think uh, the three, the three mm. range, I really liked. That was like one of my favorite ones. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna buy one because I'm on a three year contract anyway, so can't be bothered. Well, that's well, the thing. Like, we, we we discussed this after we watched the after we watched it all, and when well, like. Would we? And I I will I will keep my my iPhone ten for another year. I think. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep my ten S for another year. I I've always felt safer getting the um, getting the second editions, the S mm. editions of the phones. Mm. 
because by then they've got all the bugs out of the new edition and they're able to do something a little more special with it. Yeah. That's that's what the S and is for. Special. Special. Yeah. What does yeah. the S stand for? Is it stand for special? Yeah, it is. Why? What's special about it? It's the fixed. S. <laughs> the S. <laughs> oh, wow. It wow. actually works that's a, compared to the original. Yeah, wow, that's a cool... <laughs> That's a cool new product. Wow, what 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 do you call that one? That's the iPhone ten S. Why is it why is it the what what's the S stand for? It stands for special. What's special about it? It's got an S on its name. <laughs> okay, but if but if you t- but if you take the S off the name, what's special about it then? It's no, got nothing, an S so we put an S on it, so now it's special. Oh, and how much are you charging it's like for an it? Ad- an extra it's like ten thousand dollars. sketch. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. Um but, I don't but know. The, we, we do know that when they bring out the S editions, they have done a considerable amount of work to make sure that this is meant to be the final version of that handset before they move on to the next, um, Number. to the next numbered edition. Yeah, but I just think it's stupid at this point. It's it's S for stupid. Like just, I don't know. <laughs> or, or S for small improvement. I, I think one of my problems is that Apple doesn't need to be innovate, innovative in hardware at the moment. Mm. Like, they could just focus on their software and their applications for, like, the next two, three years, and they'd still be making more money than any other tech company in the world. Like, it doesn't really... they Unless they did something completely outrageous, like... We no longer have phones at all. It's all on the watch. Mm. Like, and be really innovative and do the watch and headphones and that's the new phone. I, I don't really I think, see um, how they can be special, really. I think what Apple's missing is, is Steve Jobs. It's interesting. I, I was watching an interview mm. um, with someone who had whose company had been bought out by Apple and they were telling us um, about how the process worked and like what Steve Jobs is like. Steve Jobs sounds like a terrifying, seemed like a terrifying person, very scary, very arrogant, but they'd kind of earned that right to be in some ways. I mean, I don't think anyone's earned that right to be truly that arrogant, but he just seemed like off the charts. Like basically, um, they, he, this person was not grilled by the Apple board, but basically given a pep talk by the Apple board for about half an hour before they went in to see Steve Jobs. The deal had essentially been agreed. It was going to be like $175 million. Um, uh, sorry, $225 million purchase of the company. Um, and uh, then finally they went in to see Steve Jobs and the, one of their colleagues was talking for a while and then Steve Jobs just turned to look at the guy that gave this interview and said, I'm not talking to so-and-so anymore and just put their hand... Steve Jobs put his hand up to the person's face basically and went, I'm not talking to them anymore. I'm talking to you because I don't give a shit about what this person has to say anymore. And they spoke for a while. They got on the same sort of level. This um, The person who gave the interview then, um, the interviewee basically then said that Steve Jobs was interesting because if in this meeting he'd ask you, which he did about like his family and everything like that, you know, you know, what's his background, what's his family like, who's in his family, does he have kids, that sort of stuff. And then years and years later in a um, boardroom meeting or something like that, if you're not performing, Steve Jobs would then reference the kids that you mentioned only that one time in that first time you met him. And it'll be like, do you think that they'd be proud of you right now with what you're doing? Like he would hold on to this, a weird amount of information about everyone. Um, and there was like a rule around Apple by all the, the, the um, employees, which was basically don't get in a, a lift with Steve Jobs 
because if you do, you're probably going to be fired by the time you get to the end of the lift journey. Like Jeez. it was, it was stay the fuck away from him. Um, this guy also spoke about this one time how um, in a boardroom meeting, he they hadn't even started. They were just having a general conversation, and he, this guy was like, "I think we we're talking about like Obama or something like that." And there was, you know, um, Tim Cook, there was um, Johnny Isaacs, um, Steve Jobs, and a couple of other people there, all all just sitting there, just having a chat about. I think they're talking about Barack Obama, just having a conversation. And this guy was sitting at the other end, other side of the table, just not not paying attention. And then Steve Jobs just came to him and went, "And what do you think about um, the situation?" And this guy went, "Oh." Oh, so I wasn't I wasn't paying attention to the conversation, so I wasn't listening to the conversation, and he just went, um, "Yeah, no, see, I, I noticed you weren't. So that's why I called on you. So, um, just a little bit, 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 bit of advice, you know, um, just take it with as as you like. Um, but um, basically, pay attention to everything that happens in this room, or you will never sit in one of these in, um, these meetings ever again. Okay, I didn't hire you; we bought you. I don't need you here. Everyone else here, I hired. I know exactly what they're like. You, I don't know properly." You I didn't hire, so I don't need you here if you're not going to pay attention. Okay, let's get started then. And it's like terrifying as fuck. So, um, oh, yeah, see, terrifying. I've, I've worked for <laughs> assholes like that. And I <laughs> it's hate not that. fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's like scary. But the assholes that I worked for were dumb as Steve Jobs at least had the brains to back that up. Well, again, I mean? he, he created Apple to be what it, what it was like. I mean, again, we all know the stories of he'd pit two teams against each other that would have, you know, two different ideas. Again, I think in the comments of that interview, they spoke about one story which um, from an ex-employee of Apple, which was going back to the original um, iPhone uh, keynote launch and, and how interesting that was. But, you know, Steve Jobs went off script at one point and was talking about how you could add contacts in your phone and delete contacts in your phone. And he deleted a contact which happened to be the head of, again, there were two teams competing for, I think, something to do with user interface or, like, force touch or something like that. Um, they were competing for ways to make it work properly. And the team that won um, had their product go onto the iPhone. And Steve Jobs essentially fired the person who was the head of the other team that lost by deleting his contact name off of that phone on that stage to the whole world and ended the line of showing that by saying, see, how cool is that? And seemed all happy and thrilled with the product, but in reality, that person just got the flick, just like oh, that. Oh, that's dark. On stage, like Jeez. that. Yeah, not not again. Not didn't say I'm firing this person. This person's gone. But just like, see how easy it is to delete contacts. That easy. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Let's move on to the next feature. That kind of thing. Now, so, every uh, time I think of what, every time I delete a contact, I'm just gonna because it is really easy. You just gotta swipe left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, again, it's like that. That's the that's the power that Steve Jobs commanded at Apple, and and that's why the products were genuinely so in, innovative. And and if Steve Jobs was still around, the iPhone Steve. never would have left the original. Well, the iPhone never would have left that original size that it was, um, or that it that it wasn't. It was the four S, and and I think the the biggest kind of compromise he gave was to the five in order for it to be um, sixty nine. Um, widescreen ratio basically for the screen that was the only concession he ever made um, other than that it would have stuck the same sort of size it never would have grown and, elef and ballooned out to be what the size of the 6 was and stuff like that do you think um, he would have achieved the folded phone yeah I think he would have done it before Samsung for sure I think he would have demanded that it happened and it would have happened again this guy in this interview was talking about the fact that Steve Jobs would say um, 
you know, how long will it take you to develop this thing? And this, the, the people would say, oh, like, I reckon four, give us four months. You know, I think at an absolute stretch, we could do four months. And Steve Jobs would say, awesome. So you've got five weeks and um, we'll meet back. You better be done. And that's it. And it will get done. Somehow it will get done. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, so Apple products. Let's not talk about the HomePod because it's basically just a smaller version of the big HomePod, um, HomePod mini. I mean, um, because... Who cares? It's basically like a little portable speaker. You can get them from anywhere. It's just that it's got Apple connectivity. Um, certain features on there are okay, like the intercom and stuff like that. But otherwise, intercom looks cool. But we have walkie-talkie and stuff. It's not really necessary. Yeah, it, it's just the next evolution of walkie-talkie. That's all it is. Yeah, or, or even sending a voice message. But anyway, so that's that. They didn't. Um, they didn't have. Um, <laughs> no, which it. I'm disappointed about. By they didn't have the. Um, the uh, Apple AirPod Studio, which was meant to be an over-ear noise-canceling headphone system, basically, that looks like they're phasing out Beats just by the way it's kind of disappearing off the Apple website at the moment. But they didn't have a replacement product. That's a bit disappointing. And that's basically Apple. Should we move on, team? <laughs> just very quickly, yeah. I just have to say about yeah. Intercom. <laughs> Intercom hmm. only works with giant, like, people, really rich people with, like, giant houses. I mean, you can send it. You can do that thing where you can send it to um, people in their car on Apple CarPlay. But even still, it's kind of like, oh, well, I may as well text them or something well, no, else. Like it's it's basically legitimately them. like when my brother and I were being shits as kids, and we first mm. both had MSN, and we'd message each other off separate corners of the of the couch, essentially. Mm. <laughs> like Justin would be on one side, yeah. I'd be on the other, and we'd it's be the new each version other. of that. Because we were in fact, arguing and we didn't want our parents to know. <laughs> in fact, Bianca, it's it. I think it's actually worse than what that was because now you have to say, hey, no, I'm not going to say it because my friend was just about to let her. <laughs> Good thing I caught myself there. Um, you say the line. Hey, you. And then, yeah, hey, person. And then you say, tell so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. And then it goes, okay. And then the person that you're talking to is on the other side of the bloody room and he heard you say that. You know and then you hear the is? person say, hey, blah, 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 I sent you a message, and then deliver the message. Hey, hey, Drew, Drew, I'm not talking to Philip. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell him? <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Can you, can you tell him he's a dick? <laughs> and then Phil goes, hey, Drew, tell Bianca she's a bitch. And, then, and Drew's just communicating it back and forth. That's basically exactly. what Intercom is. That's, that's intercom, intercom is Drew in that situation. Oh, Sorry, I, now I, we can move I, on. I I'm just wanted to say that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think I think we need like some sort of hack. Like we need to be able to like tie a walkie-talkie to our face, just stick it to our face. That way we can just you know talk like that. Do you see what I did there? Do you see there? What are some <laughs> of the worst talk about hacks? Life hacks? What are some of the worst life hacks you've ever you've ever seen? I've got the one that I've seen, which I think is my favorite of all time. It's ter it's terrible. It's terrifically um, terrible. So I saw one today. Which I didn't really understand. Mm. It's a life hack of... This is the one that confused the crap out of me. It was a life hack to, like, make your own bathroom sink out of cement. <laughs> and I don't know how that's a life hack. Because, one, cement is really costly. Two, all the other things that you needed to buy would also be costly. Wouldn't it just be easier just to go buy a sink? And I was just yeah. watching it and I was Wouldn't like, what? why? <laughs> What's, 
what's going on? And then the other one that I watched today was cleaning out your keyboard by using shaving cream. I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so stupid. You put the nozzle of the shaving cream. It's not for like, it's not for Apple keyboards. It's for like the traditional keyboards. I mean, maybe you could use it on Apple keyboards. I don't know. You put the shaving cream into the keyboard and you spray it and the shaving cream essentially runs through the keyboard and lifts up all the dirt and then you can just wipe it away. But then you have shaving cream in your skateboard. Well, but I see, Bianca, one that I saw was someone put a, they got like a roll of toilet paper or like the, the cardboard roll from toilet paper and they put a sock around it and an elastic band around that. And then what they did was they, you know, like in cup holes in the car and stuff like that, it ends up with like crumbs everywhere. You basically then have to dab it into the holes there. And then as they lifted it up, it showed all the crumbs just falling back off it again. But basically that was your waiting, like making a lint roller basically to pick up the crumbs. Um, the other one that I saw, which I think is... Hmm? But you're using... Wait, I don't get... So like kind of works like a sponge? Essentially. A sock <laughs> on a cardboard toilet roll with an elastic band around it and then dab the insides of your cup holders instead of, I don't know, just putting a sock on your hand or picking up the crumbs with your hand or something like that, basically. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I think the worst one that I've ever seen, though, the worst one I ever saw, I ever saw was um, someone showed a life hack where their glasses, they kept trying to put their glasses on their head. You know how the video shows, but like infomercials, it shows just how terrible we are at anything and incompetent we are at anything. And it showed the person trying to put their glasses up on their head and it, they kept sliding back down again. So this, is, this isn't this is a joke and I'm deadly certain that this was in amongst a sequence of quite serious shitty, well, quite serious life hacks, which are all obviously really crap. It's one of those five minute craft videos, you know, where there's a compilation of shitty things. A person got one of those 3M hooks. <clears throat> now they pulled the tab off and they stuck it on their forehead. And then they could lift their glasses up and place their glasses <laughs> on the 3M hook now attached to their forehead. So they're and just walking around with the 3M hook. Their glasses yes. hanging. Rather than, I don't know, putting your glasses in your collar. If, if it's not yeah, sitting like, up on your head, put them, exactly. put them on your collar. Put them in the put case. A, put a string around bag. them. Put a string around them, have it hanging around your neck or something like that. But no. Classic string. You know, uh, but you instead, can go buy them for $2 at Tex. No, well, there you go. 3M is actually quite costly. <laughs> yeah. No, but instead... But again, not just that you have a fucking 3M hook stuck to your forehead. You look like an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to come... When, what do you when, mean, like an idiot? <laughs> when you first True. arrive... When you first come back, because I always wear glasses, <laughs> I'm going to, like, that? greet you with a fucking 3M hook on my forehead. Well, you've said it now. It has to happen. Sorry. I'll do it. You can take a photo. <laughs> like, we'll just get together and do it as a group. It doesn't make sense. Ridiculous. No, I, like the Philip, other one. Philip, you'll need one for your sunnies. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll the other looking. one that I saw today that's not as stupid, but it was just like, the, I saw an environmental one. Like, let's save the environment and reuse, recycle, whatever. So this person collected all of their bottles. Like, you know, like, water bottles and stuff and then tied them into a circle and then did a second one like no or not with like rope sorry like with masking tape 
Then they had like a second layer of bottles. And then they put a plastic garbage bag in the middle of it and created a laundry basket, they said. They're like, it's a laundry basket. Creating a laundry basket out of lots of bottles. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine like... (laughs) Could you imagine you had someone over and then you're like, oh yeah, just chuck in the laundry basket. It's fine. I'll fix it up later. And then they go and it's just a pile of rubbish. Because that's essentially (laughs) what it is. Yeah, no, but no, but that's my laundry basket. That's, well that's my laundry basket. Um, here's one for you. This is this is definitely a joke, though. I promise you, this is a joke. Um, someone's come up with a personal ice cream bowl, which basically what it is. So they took a Ben and Jerry's um, little um, what were they called? Bucket, little container. I, what a pint tub. tub. The pint tub, yeah. And um, when it's really, really cold, like really frozen cold, like you know, you can like it's. It, You've seen the ads where they get, like, um, a knife and they, like, cut through, like, a, a can of, like, I don't know, fruit or something like that. Well, this person, what they've done is they've gotten their knife and they've cut through a can of, or a tin of, a tub of Ben and & Jerry's. And they hold it on a side. And then you have your own personal um, little pot of Ben & Jerry's that you can I eat from. It's like a little trough. I don't think that's a joke. I think that's real. Um, I've yeah, seen but that it's one. interesting. <laughs> you, you could just take the lid off of it. But no, no, this way it's, it's a little... Yeah, that's true. You could cut in half. Well, Sarah just um, mimed me then. You could cut it in half and then you could have it for two people. That's true. Or you could just put it in bowls. Yeah, bowls. Um, Another great little um, trick here is that you can get a um, cereal box. And when it's empty, you can put your magazines in it. And it's a a, um, magazine holder. That's pretty cool. And then the last... Oh, sorry, go, go, No, no, you go, please. I was going to say, the other one that I saw on the reuse, recycle one was, um, and this is ridiculous, they <laughs> made slippers out of sanitary pads. <laughs> well, it's funny, Bianca, I thought you were going to go with the one that, I, that I've just seen. No, this one, <laughs> sanitary pads, no, this one. Yeah, like, because they're it absorbent, made... <laughs> it's like for when you come out of a shower. No, no. And I didn't understand oh. it until they showed, they literally showed someone, like, coming out of a shower and, like, sliding around them. But just sort of, like, exactly... I don't know, I don't know if dudes know this, but they have, like, sticky stuff on them, so, like, they could attach to your underwear. So, like, it would basically be... <laughs> You'd be, walk- <laughs> You'd be walking around. I, just, I heard the sound in my head, and that's why I laughed. <laughs> the sticky sound of ripping off sticky tape from yeah <laughs> would constantly be following you. Now, now, Bianca, you mentioned sandal oh, slippers because your the, those sanitary pad slippers would basically be like the ones you get like hotels. Essentially, you know, those like cheap like yeah, pretty much weird cloth sort of ones. Um. No, well, this person's made flip-flops or thongs out of um, bottles. You just cut the... Um, you you, you um, basically Wait, flatten the bottle. You, you take the lid off, you flatten the bottle completely, you put the lid back on while it's deflated. Oh. With a knife, then you score along it, um, basically in line with where the label is, or even, um, alternatively, you can use the label itself, and you pop it back up so that way it's back the way it was, and then you can slip your foot in it and use it as a sandal. Oh, that's Jeez. so... Sh- Wouldn't that cut up your feet? Yep. Uh, well, it's like having new Havianas. They end up like tearing your feet apart, like you've just put razor blades between your toes. You know that feeling of yeah, oh, that would new hurt. rubber Havianas shredding, shredding your feet. Um, the last hack I do have though is um, a toothbrush holder made out of a, um, a a soda cup from McDonald's or something like that. So basically, you know that the part where the straw goes in that that kind of catch which stops it from kind of sliding <laughs> around everywhere. 
stab your, yeah. your, your toothbrush into there, and there you go. Toothbrush all <laughs> That's so Done. stupid. But you know what? I could so imagine some, like, like really piss-poor uni student just being like, yeah, man, that's a great idea. <laughs> no, I could imagine it, Bianca, as some, um, like, white middle-aged housewife being like, I'm going to be all crafty today. This is what I'm doing. Watching one of these videos going, I'm going to use all of these. Hey, kids. When they pick up their kids from school. Guess what we're having for a treat after school? Oh, my God. What, mum? McDonald's. Really? Oh, my God. What have we done to deserve this? Oh, you'll see when we get home. Get home with their cups. Tip the, the ice out and then just stab their toothbrush into it and go, look at that. I made you a... You can show your friends this at school tomorrow. It's your toothbrush hold. It's fantastic. And I'm just being like, get the fuck out, mum. Slamming the door. Um... Uh, look, we're going a little bit over time, but that's okay because we have one more topic that I would like to discuss before we get to our sick end of the week. Um, Drew, perhaps you could take the lead on this one, and it's the return of an old friend. Yes. After it's it's been no. it's been what eight years since Dexter Morgan left our screens Mm -hmm. in rather unceremonious fashion. Mm -hmm. We were not impressed with the finale. I think I speak for pretty much every person that watched it. Every person in the fan base. Now, just quickly, if you um, do want to and haven't seen the end of Dexter before this new kind of... Oh, yeah. um, Turn away. Turn away. Yeah, this this series comes out. um, Block your ears for about 10 minutes, I'd say. Drew, I want you to run us through the ending really quickly. Um, and then, so, yes, so turn you, uh, fast forward 10 minutes now. Okay, so the end of Dexter wrapped up with too many people figuring out the truth about him. Um, a little bit of chaos hits Miami. Uh, there's a giant storm coming, literally hurricane. and figuratively. Yeah, hurricane. Um, basically, the show ends with his sister dying. He takes her body on the on his boat, the slice of life, sails into the storm, dumps the body, fakes his death, all the while his son Harrison is disappearing off with his killer girlfriend off to Argentina where he's meant to meet them, except that he has no intention of doing that, fakes his death, leaves his son to be raised by his girlfriend, and goes off to Oregon to become a lumberjack while everyone thinks he died in the storm. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. We're not impressed because it's just such a cop-out shitty ending. It's a fucking rubbish ending to a really good show that, you know, we'd watched from day one. Now, what's what's exciting for us as fans is that I think we'll all agree that the first four uh, seasons of the show are the best seasons of the show. Um, Yes. we We all agree that they kind of... It started out pretty high, and then, like, the chart kept kind of ticking up and up and up, reaching, like, awesome level. And then as soon as the end of Season 4 happened, naturally, as what we kind of wanted to happen, we had a, a bit of, a like, a, a dip. And because you kind of have to, because Season 4 was such a huge kind of climax to this show, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, where are they going to go from here? But let's just take a breath a bit. So the, the Season 5 was a little bit of a breath, a little bit of a breather. On the second time watching it, I kind of have a little bit more respect for Season 5 than I did before. still think it's a bit shit-ass, but it's kind of... It, it, you can see that they're kind of just taking, trying to take their breath. Um, and then you're like, okay, so where are you going to go to from here? Especially with the way that season five kind of ends. But then the show just kind of 
trips off the edge of the cliff and tumbles and hits every branch on the way down and ends up where the show ends with Dexter basically in a pile of trees. Um, but uh, what is annoying for us and what I kind of didn't know at the time because I didn't really pay full attention to this sort of back, uh, background stuff, um, the showrunner for the show actually left at the end of season four and that's why it kind of... We, we lost... Correct. We lost the the joy of or, or the um, awesomeness of what was beforehand. Um, but what's cool is that Showtime, the network that um, created or, or gave Dexter life essentially on television, um, has decided to get back the original showrunner and Michael C. Hall, um, who played mm. Dexter, to come back and do it. So they're going to do it again properly. The best version of Dexter is what we're going to get again, I hope. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we all hope so. With regard to that, um, it's not just that the Showtime gave life to Dexter as a series, but Dexter really put Showtime on the map. It's true. It Absolutely helped it establish them as, as a formidable force in television as far as networks that produce their own programming go. Mm. Um, it, 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 you know, it opened the door for a number of other shows on their network and they, they wouldn't be where they are now without it, really. It gave them the respect that they kind of had... Well, they earned the respect that they now have. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Showtime's given us wonderful series like Weeds and Californication as well, but Dexter mm. was really the one that drove it to new heights. So, you know, they, they've always said if they ever ever brought it back in any way shape or form it would have to be very good for them to be prepared to bring it back they mm. were pretty um cagey about the idea of it ever returning but it seems that the idea has been hatched by michael c hall and the former showrunner clyde phillips so between the two of them hopefully they can write a terrible wrong with the way the show ended and give us you know, some something a little more meaty, something that's back to its roots, and hopefully give us an ending that seems more fitting for the character. Well, do you know what I'm... And I'm, I'm hoping it's something along the... Yeah, no, go Sorry, I was just going to say, you know what I'm kind of interested in? How it's going to come out in Australia, because... Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I, Channel 10 is owned by CBS. Hmm. And CBS yeah. owns Showtime. CBS mm. Viacom yep. owns Showtime. So yep. that's going to make the distribution of it. I'm. I, I, it probably sounds stupid, but when it was distributed last time, um, to ten, it, it was on ten last time. It was on ten, but it got straight. It went straight to um, Fox first. Was it? I thought it was on ten first. I'm pretty sure it was tra- went straight to Fox first because a lot of Showtime does. It did. True Blood, yeah. all of that. I thought it. I thought Wait, it went it's True Blood HBO. I thought when it first started, it went to ten. Mm, True Blood is HBO. HBO, sorry. Um, the yeah, but I I was under the impression that it did go straight to, um, that it went straight to ten first, and then eventually moved to. I am Fox pretty sure it wasn't later. eventually because I had Fox at the time and I remember it being one of the shows that you could watch. So Fox used to have like dedicated Showtime channels where they just have movie marathons. Like mm. not movie marathons, but like series marathons. Well, Showtime, because Showtime is its own network in the US anyway. Mm. 
But I think for Showtime had a specific deal. deal. I'm pretty sure Showtime used to have a deal with Fox. But what I'm interested in is as Fox crumbles in Australia because of the increase of um, streaming uh, choices, um, how it's going to play out. Because if it does go straight to 10, does it go on to 10 play? Because CBS now have their own private, uh, like... Oh, 10 All Access or CBS All Access. Yeah, yeah, they've got 10 All Access. So what I'm, I'm just interested in how it's going to play out because it's like a new thing for CBS I, I to think have will... a show that comes out in Australia that everyone's going to be wanting. Well, well, I mean, it, it's like a lot of things. Um, for example, Fox, um, which used to have a contract with 10... Um, when CBS bought Fox, uh, sorry, when CBS bought 10, we lost Fox shows and therefore The Simpsons on Channel 10 and they went to things like Channel 7 instead. Um, yeah, CBS things that were um, finished up shows that used to be replayed on other networks, The Night Network or, or Channel 7, um, are now broadcast on 10 or 10 Peach or 10 Bold or Boss, whatever the hell it's called. But basically... Um, CBS is kind of consolidating all of their things to be back on their own network, which is 10. Um, and so I think that that would probably happen again, especially considering that Dexter, whether it was on Foxhole or not first in terms of free-to-air rights, was broadcast on 10 or 1 um, or whatever channel they were showing it on back then. It was um, 10. 1 I, wasn't around back then. No, it started on 10, but then the later seasons, because when Dexter started falling off the cliff, went to 1 um, and then were replayed on 10 at like... 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday kind of thing. Showcase. Um, I've just found it. Showcase were the ones that debuted in Australia. Yeah, Showcase. That's the one. Showcase. So was for yeah, Fox. But anyway. Yeah, but it- and it's now, it's now, yeah, it's now Fox Showcase. Um, they lost the exclusivity rights in 2018. Because, hey, and the reason why I get it confused with True Blood is because HBO didn't have its own channel back then. HBO used to go to Showcase yeah, as well. H- yeah, HBO, Showtime, and FX all yeah. go straight to Showcase, or at least they did. Um, the agreement between Foxtel and HBO was that programming had to screen on Showcase for five years before it could go to free to air. I'm assuming a similar deal. Why did the hell? Why did that happen? Where, why did that happen then? Where Dexter was essentially up to date. You know, it was it was off by about a season um, in Australia on free to air television, as in it would be on Foxtel, and that same year would have Dexter. Like I watched Dexter at the uh, same time because as Fox the US had a deal with Channel. With, okay, Fox so Fox a broke a deal with Ten to to yeah on sell it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I get it. Basically, no yeah. Which um, is okay, why here we go. I've I've got the update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found it. Here's what's happening. Viacom CBS is set to unveil Showtime streaming plans for Australia. Uh, all the Showtime stuff is heading to Tunnel Access. Yeah, I, th- okay. I figured it was going to go to Tunnel yeah, Access because it, they can't. Yeah, it's confirmed. They can't open up like a Netflix. Stan is the Stan is negotiating to renew its contract with Viacom CBS for Showtime content, so Stan will retain a lot of it as well. But I think the new stuff will debut at Ten All Access before moving over to Stan. Yeah, yeah they might be enough. on there for like the old thing. They might be on there for a season before getting shared. Yeah. Um. Because. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the other reason for that all that 
I was wondering was because oh my god I've lost my train of thought sorry no no it's all good okay continue on apologies no that's fine um yeah look essentially um I, I reckon it would debut on on 10 or or even 10 or axis or something like that I'd, I'd suggest probably 10 first um, before we see it on, yeah, Foxtel or, or something like that, or even a streaming service of some kind. Um, Apologies, I uh, remembered. Um, yes, continue. the whole Handmaid's Tale debacle happened. Um, Handmaid's Tale is—I oh, can't remember who inmate who made it, but basically, no one thought it was going to be as successful as it was, and. The mm. network that it was on sold it to SBS, who SBS is MGM Television. That's who they are. They sold it to SBS, and SBS is basically in Australia. They don't really make much money. Like, they buy things mm. for a very bare minimum. And they, if you go onto SBS, their version of all access, Handmaid's Tale is there. It's fine. You can download it whenever you want. Then Handmaid's Tale became a success and Fox bought it. But Fox bought it thinking that they were going to cancel their contract with SBS, but MGM Network didn't do that. They just like (laughs) doubled down and were like, no, no, no. So SBS gets it first, then Fox gets it, and Fox was pissed. Like it was everywhere like they tried to whittle down and sbs refused to give it up they were offered a lot of money to give it up but it's like one of their highest ranking programs so why would they and yeah it was a big deal which is why i asked because i'm pretty sure fox would be pissed that dexter is coming back and they don't get first dibs because of the sbs deal they're they're Mm. losing out big fox is fox in australia which if we have anyone who's watching listening from any other country Fox in Australia isn't the same as Fox in the US that was bought out by Disney. No, it's separate. Yeah, it's separate, but it it used to be all the same because Murdoch owns Fox News. The way the Fox (laughs) um, buyout played out was that Foxtel did not fall on the Disney side of it. Yeah, Foxtel did not. Yeah, we call it Foxtel. We call it Fox, but it's actually Foxtel. Foxtel, because it's half owned by Telstra, which is the telecommunications giant in Australia. Yeah. And Foxtel are currently trying to save themselves by having a multi-year deal with Netflix. Mm. Yeah. like Much in the same way that Sky over here has done the same thing. Well, well, Sky's are run by News Corp, which is a Fox, which is a Murdoch product. So it's a... a Murdoch thing, but I think it... Yeah. Conglomerate, is it called the right word? conglomerate yes yeah conglomerate yeah which i mean we weren't planning on talking about this but like the 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 kevin rudd um signatures for murdoch media is up to half a a royal commission into murdoch yes i completely think that's awesome it's up to half a million or quarter million pardon quarter million sorry quarter million or half a million quarter million we'll bring it on i look i tried to sign it the other day the website didn't work but i'll try and do that Soon. Uh, so I signed it for me. I told to I told Dede about it, and Dede was like, "I want to sign it. How do I sign it?" So I had to set up another email so he could sign it. <laughs> um, Bring it on. So, I want yeah. it to happen. It needs to happen. 
Obviously, the government won't do that because the government are pieces of shit. Um, like that <coughs> smarmy, smug prick, um, Scott Morrison. But anyway, that's the way it goes. Hey, Drew. Yeah. Tell us all about your um, your sick end of the week. Oh, my God. I've had all episode to come up with one. No, what are you talking about, Drew? Oh, do you want me to give it to yeah. the group? Yeah. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> Even I knew where he was going. Yeah. I was just come like, on, Drew, dude. how could you? I didn't. Oh, my God. I, t- I just... Okay. All right, so the other day I received a message from an old schoolmate of mine who brought to my attention a fantastic non-for-profit organization based in Bendigo, Victoria, called the Centre for Nonviolence. They are working toward gender equality and ending violence towards women and children. Um, To go a little further into all of this, um, a group of La Trobe University Bendigo Bachelor of Paramedic Practice, Bachelor of Public Health Promotion students have created some resources supporting their important You Are Not Alone messages for victim survivors. Um, Currently, they are using a campaign stating there's no excuse for abuse. Now, with coronavirus going on and everything that goes with it, the stress, the, um, the uncertainty... And the sickness, it has left a lot of people feeling even more vulnerable than they already would. Uh, some of the figures that he's given me in here, I, I, I've sent them to you guys as well. That Since uh, 2016 to 2019, Ambulance Victoria has been to over 4,500 cases of domestic violence. And the thing that kind of got me with that when he told me that was that that figure in um in comparison to the rest of the country is one of the lowest so yeah he said that's one state over a three-year period victoria has one of the lowest recorded police call outs to domestic violence out of all the states but what i loved was the fact that this is a group of people that are very actively working to to be a beacon for people that are struggling right now and they are making sure that they are getting some notice so that people don't have to feel so alone that they can reach out and i would urge anyone that feels as if they're in a position where they where they feel like they're trapped where they feel uncomfortable where they feel like there is a problem that needs to be fixed that they should be able to reach out to either to this group if they are in Victoria or to similarly established groups all around the country or even as simple as dialing triple zero and it really is as straightforward as three numbers I understand that the headspace makes it a lot more tricky to do such a thing but there are people and procedures in place to help and sometimes all we need is a gentle reminder of that but to see to see this group, this non-for-profit, doing such incredible work during this time, I, I do believe that they get the award this week because mm. I, I think it's fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic that, that a non-for-profit is working so tirelessly at a time where everyone is so focused on all the big problems that are happening on the grander scale that 
the smaller problems that you know that, that aren't that small that are really the big problems the big personal problems that they're not falling by the wayside they are being noticed they are being addressed that there are people and procedures in place to help them i i i couldn't agree more drew yeah i actually think they they it i think it's just, totally fitting that they they get it purely because there is some good out there and they deserve to be recognized for that agreed and just when he when he sent it and and i i asked around apparently he sent it to you know every every one of his contacts but when I saw what it was, it just struck a chord and I went and had a read of it and just went, wow, okay, this, this is fantastic. And it, I, you know, I, I've seen a, a few ads here and there. I've seen some billboards of, you know, at this time, you know, you can turn here, but it, a lot of it feels like they're just riding a wave. Whereas I, I went and had a read of this and they are really, really making a push. And it was, it, it was just, it made me very happy to see that there. Yeah. And I just felt like it was the right thing for us to continue to spread that word. Absolutely. No matter where you are, like, domestic violence has gone up during COVID because you're kind of stuck at home with your abuser and abusive situations are really hard to get out of. Um, that quite terrifying in some cases but like just there are ways there are people you can contact there are ways to get out of that situation even if you're not in if this is in victoria um you can there are there are people who can help you in every state and ways to get through it i think um the i mean yes triple zero is great i think every most of the Western countries around the world have a domestic violence hotline. Um, you can check it out in your country. Um, there is a very easy way to delete your history off your iPhone if that's the case, or just go onto a private browser, which is as simple as pressing the tabs button and hitting private. Um, yeah, like there are ways to help you out if you're stuck in the situation. And yeah, but kudos to your mates because. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Just, it's really wonderful to see. So, yes, so our Sick Kent of the week is the Centre for Nonviolence and really they it, in this instance they are very much representative of all these groups Amen. that are doing yeah. this right now. Absolutely. Exactly right, you know. It they they are the recipients but as you said, yeah, they are they're they're just the um well, well in our setting especially um on, on this show they are the um the, the figurehead for for yeah all these groups the that local are doing a lot reps. yeah exactly yeah. exactly right yep anyway i do think that that brings us uh, to the end of another week it does it does drew it it certainly does bring us to an end or the end of this the week that was I will be very curious as to how we record the next episode. Won't they, isn't Sitting that in, a mystery for all of us? Yeah, that is. Let's let's see exactly what happens because who knows at this stage? Who knows exactly what's going to happen? We're going into uncharted territory here. Certainly are. 
certainly yeah. I don't I don't know how comfortable I am doing an episode without you so no, I do you'd be think fine if you have that, well I don't know I I think that if for whatever reason you can't we may have to throw it back to the girls for another week yeah I think so um I don't know if look look That's should it be that <laughs> should it be that I'm not we'll prep you this time? Yeah, and should it be that I'm for some reason I'm I'm incapacitated? I'm not able to be there for for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I think that would be an excellent excellent idea. Um, mm. I don't know what sort of state Sarah would be in to record. Hopefully, she'd be up for that as well. Um, wherever I am in what limbo I'm in. Um, yeah, but yeah, Sarah would who have knows? to record by herself. Exactly. <laughs> if exactly you're right. Depending where exactly. you are. Exactly. Yeah. I- so who knows? I do believe, though, that from this point, we are going to be uh, taking a two-week break from recording. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Yes, because we don't know yeah, where... Let's see. Here's the fun thing. When you guys are listening to this, we don't know where in the world Philip is. So, <laughs> Philip no, doesn't exactly. know where he is. Um, uh, but, yeah, so essentially, so next week I'm... Uh, uh, oh, you know... Who knows? But at this stage, I'm supposed to be on a plane this time. That the, the time that this episode is released, um, who knows? The week after that, I'm supposed to be locked in a hotel room for two weeks. Um, who knows? I think that it is, and uh, as as ridiculous as it sounds, I think it is actually a, literally a, a, a human rights violation to not have access to internet. So I think I will have some form of internet access. I will also have my Australian SIM card, so therefore I should have my Australian data anyway. So I should I should be able to record anyway. Um, but if whatever not, happens, otherwise, yeah, do that or otherwise the yeah a, a girls episode would be good. Um, I think that would be good fun. So. Um, mm-hmm. of, on whatever topic, you know, absolutely, you don't have to have a theme. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, so, yeah, but but that's till then. Otherwise, thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for everyone being on the yes. show. Thank you, me. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Good stuff. Till we meet again, my only friend. Yep.